Hi, I'm Mark Tross. This is Greatest of All Psalms and Proverbs, Part 7, Proverbs 11:25. Balancing Your Life. The liberal person shall be enriched, and he who waters shall himself be watered. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 10, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25. Hold on to your seats because God's words of wisdom are going to blow us all away today. I want you to know and understand that God is liberal. He wants so much to bless and enrich every aspect of your daily life in Jesus. As you pour out your life unto others, God is more than willing and able to have your cup overflow. He wants you to give freely, openly, honestly, and most of all, liberally. To do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And it shall be given back to you in fullness and abundance, pressed down and overflowing. We have the living water of God to bring forth in the desert, the dry and weary wastelands, so that those who hunger and thirst can be filled up completely and totally satisfied. As we consistently delight ourselves in the Lord Jesus, He will give us the desires of our heart. When we live and walk in the righteousness of God, in Christ Jesus, we bring good. God is good all the time to each and every situation. Those who generously scatter abroad shall increase evermore. With so much of the world's population unnourished and suffering from malnutrition, why is it that we store our food, sometimes until it rots and it even costs us more, rather than give it away? Is the cost of the human life, heart, mind, and soul that meaningless to us? The Word of God tells us a blessing from God and man is upon the head of him who sells it. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 26. If we seek, we shall find. He who diligently seeks good, seeks God's favor. Are you out after God's grace? You reap whatever it is that you sow. He who searches after evil, it shall come upon him. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal, everlasting, the abundant life in Jesus' holy and precious name. The people will curse him who holds back grain when the public needs it. Those who withhold more than is fitting or what is justly due tend only to want. When the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. He shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. What are you expecting? The expectation of the wicked brings wrath. He who leans on, trusts, and is confident in his riches shall fall. But the uncompromisingly righteous shall flourish like a green bow. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28. Christians should be leaning on the everlasting arms of Jesus and nothing else. We should be clinging to, trusting in, and relying on him and him alone. He alone is worthy of all glory, honor, and praise. Are you offering up yourself, your entire life, every aspect of it, unto Him as a holy, living sacrifice, which is your spiritual worship and service? He is the vine, and we are the branches. Apart from Him, we can do nothing. As the deer pants for the water, so our soul should long after Him. He who troubles his own house shall inherit the wind, and the foolish shall be servant to the wise of heart. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 29. If you sow to the wind, you will reap the whirlwind. 
Why would anyone willingly bring trouble into and upon his own house when the word of God clearly says, A house divided against itself shall not, cannot stand. Like me, I am sure that most of you, hopefully all, want to inherit eternal life and not the wind. I want to be a servant of the Most High God and not play the fool. The wisdom of this world is foolishness unto God. His ways are not our ways, and His knowledge and understanding are far above any human comprehension. If we plant ourselves as trees by His streams of living water, rooted and grounded in His word, will, and way, we cannot fail. Those who are wise in the wisdom of the word shall capture human lives for God as fishers of men. We'll gather and receive them for eternity. Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19, James chapter 5, verse 20. Love conquers all, and we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. The victory is ours in Jesus' name. What makes God smile? Psalm 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are directed and established of the Lord when he delights in his way and he busies himself with his every step. Psalm 37, verse 23. Okay, okay, we have all heard and all too often that no man is good but God. Paul the Apostle tells us that for the good that is within us, so we must find the balance of the word of God in our hearts and life. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Therefore, if Jesus lives, moves, and has his being in us, God's goodness, and God is good all the time, the fullness of the Godhead dwells in us bodily. If there is any good in us at all, it is God's Spirit upon us and in us that shines his light of life and love to the world. God created mankind, the world, the universe, and everything in it only to say it is good. Sin in the world and in our life, ourself, is what is not good. The meek shall inherit the earth. So shall the blessed, the redeemed of the Lord. But all who do not come to know experientially Jesus as Lord and Savior are cursed of him and cut off eternally. Isaiah chapter 57 verse 13. Apart from him we can do nothing. But in and through him all things are possible. God is willing and he makes us able to be the uncompromisingly righteous, right standing in his eyes. What makes God smile? When we are openly willing and obedient to his word, will, and way. When we love him and delight in his way, Jesus is the way, he busies himself with our every step. God will move heaven and earth to get you into and keep you in his perfect and acceptable will for your life. Like a watercourse, he will let his streams of living waters flow so that your heart will be focused on and directed to Jesus. Delight yourself in him and he'll give you the desires of your heart because he will delight himself in you. You are the apple of his eye. He will protect and comfort you in each and every circumstance that comes your way. He is with us always. You can make your plans, but the Lord will alter your steps. His hands support and uphold us, 
He confident, he's confident in his love and lean on the everlasting arms, Jesus says. I'll never leave or forsake you. And God cannot lie. His goodness, tender mercies, favor and grace are new, fresh to us each and every morning. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forever securely. Psalm 37 verse 27. We are his saints and he'll preserve us forever. He is our help, our deliverer, and our savior. Let us go forth so that others can come to trust, take their refuge in, and obey his holy and precious word in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17, balancing your life. Iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend to show rage or worthy purpose. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17. Anyone who works in a kitchen should know that the best way to sharpen a knife is with a good steel. We're not talking about the amazing Jinsu here, but about the most valuable human life. Going back to the beginning of all time, as we know it, God said, it is not good for a man to be alone. Of course, we need to realize that he was speaking of all mankind, meaning it is not good for any of us to be lost and all alone, whether male or female. We need each other and have to have one another working together as one in Jesus, according to his perfect plan, purpose, word, will, and way, in order to live a full and productive life. As Christians, every one of us is an important, vital member in the body of Christ Jesus. But most importantly, apart from him, we can do nothing. King David asked, Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Did you ever look at someone and know, just by seeing their face, their countenance, that something was not right within them? We must put our hope in God and not allow the enemy to come and rob, kill, and destroy. The joy that Jesus has set before us, even in the presence of our enemies. How many times have you gone out to get your hair cut, dyed your hair, had your nails done, purchased a whole new wardrobe from hat to shoes, don't forget the purse, pocketbook, and other accessories, because you thought if you looked better on the outside, you would feel better on the inside. Joe Jackson had a hit song several years ago that told us all, you gotta look sharp. If you really and truly want to look, sound, act, and feel sharp on top of your game, and life is a very serious game, then you must put on the Lord Jesus Christ get in touch with him, and allow him to get in touch with you. Communion and fellowship are most important in order for you to have a vibrant, spirit-filled life in Jesus. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Hope is an anchor, resting solid and sure, keeping you in the faith. Get into the word and stay constantly, continuously in prayer. Be ye being filled with the Holy Ghost. When you know and feel sharp, your confidence and self-esteem in Jesus will allow you to cut through this present darkness and be the light to all nations and peoples he has called each and every one of us to be. When you are on your knees, you haven't far to fall. Take your stand in Jesus, and when you've done all that you possibly can to stand, stand therefore and see the glory of the Lord. God so wants to show you me 
in the world His goodness, tender mercies, loving kindness, favor, and grace. Forsake not the assembling of the brethren. We need one another. Like plain rocks in a giant tumbler, God has us together rubbing and bumping up against each other until the mix is done and we come forth as precious stones. Behold the man, Pilate exclaimed. Jesus is the man who sticks closer to us than any brother, sister, mother, earthly father, any relative or absolute best friend in this world ever could or would. He is and must be our all in all, our everything. He sharpens us, melts us, molds us, fills us, and uses us for his purposes and good pleasure. All things are working together for his good and ours. Smile. He calls you friend. He lifts up the light of his countenance and gives us his peace, the peace of God that passes all human understanding or comprehension. He alone is worthy. Surely the day will come when his fury and rage will be poured out upon a world that denied his one and only son's atonement for their sins, but until that time, we live in his grace. Take advantage of the door, Jesus, of great opportunity that he has opened before you. Sinner, come to God. Saint, press in. Draw closer unto him and he'll draw closer unto you. The Lord is our peace. He gave his joy to us and we most assuredly can have his shalom, fullness, wholeness and blessings, eternal, everlasting, the abundant life in Jesus' name. Plan for God's pleasure. Psalm 119, verse 62, Defeating Temptation, Proverbs 14, verse 16. At midnight I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous ordinances. Psalm 119, verse 62. A wise man expects danger and cautiously avoids evil, but the fool bears himself insolently and is presumptuously confident. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 16. If the psalmist would rise at midnight to thank and praise to the Lord, why don't I? Was his calling more important than mine, that he should have to try harder in his walk and relationship with God? Am I so confident in the love of God, dependent on his grace and mercy, that I am living on the edge? It is one thing to have an edge and to be sharp, but quite another to be walking on the edge and living dangerously close to the edge by playing games with sin and evil. Can a man take fire into his bosom and not get burned? Delight yourself in the Lord. Be cleansed in his living waters, washed in his blood, his life, the blood of the Lamb of God, who and which takes away your sins, because your life is hid in Jesus and was planned for God's good pleasure and yours before the foundations of the world were laid. Resist the devil, and he must flee from you. Raise up your shield of faith to put out his fiery darts. Lift high the banner of love. Defeat temptation, the lust of the eyes and flesh, by taking God's way out. The wicked will try to enclose, entangle, and ensnare you with their cords, even with religious man-made rules and regulations. But as long as we don't forget God's law of love, justice, mercy, loving kindness, grace, and walk humbly before our God, 
fear, revere, worship him in spirit and truth, observe and give heed to his precepts, his holy and precious word. He will fulfill his promises to us. All of his promises are yes and amen in Jesus. His Holy Spirit will teach us his statutes, good judgment, right discernment, and give us his wisdom and knowledge. If we keep on keeping on in his word, his commandments, hearing, receiving, loving, and obeying it with our whole heart, mind, soul, spirit, and strength, the steadfast love of the Lord will keep and comfort us into all eternity. I made haste and delayed not to keep your commandments. Psalm 119, verse 60. Do you spend quality time daily in the Bible, languishing, growing faint for his salvation, hoping in his word? As faithful servants of the Lord, we must pursue his will and way, according to his holy word. Forsaking all others, God will give us eternal everlasting life, the abundant life in Jesus' name, as we hear the voice of his spirit and obey. Our obedience brings God's richest blessings. His word stands firm as the heavens, is settled in heaven. Psalm 89 verse 2, Matthew chapter 24 verse 34 and 35, 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 25. God's faithfulness is from generation to generation. He established the earth and it stands fast. Let us as individuals in the body of Christ continue this day according to his ordinances, Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 25, in Jesus' name. What makes God smile? Psalm 103, verses 13 and 14. As a father loves and pities his children, so the Lord loves and pities those who fear him with reverence, worship, and awe. For he knows our frame. He earnestly remembers and imprints on his heart that we are dust. Psalm 103, verses 13 and 14. God cannot be your heavenly Father without you being born again of His Spirit and washed in the precious blood. Life is in the blood of Jesus. Without the Spirit of the living God being in your heart, you don't really have life at all. Yes, you are existing, but you have not entered in to all that God has prepared for you in the Spirit, eternal, everlasting, the abundant life in Christ. God so loved the world that was steeped in sin, he gave his one and only begotten son, Jesus, to die on the cross in our stead so that we could enter in to a right relationship, right standing, a life of righteousness with him and get back to the garden. Are you living a godly life? Godliness has to do with a powerful God-oriented life of worship and devoted obedience. Do your prayers pursue something lovely and desirable to God himself? We have no power of our own that matters, but the power of the Holy Spirit living, moving, and having his being working in and through us is life-changing to us and all around us. We should be bringing the essence of Christ everywhere we go, and all our words should be seasoned with salt. His people, God's chosen ones, should be shining in Christ-like beauty living in open devotion, obedience to his word, will, and way. Do you worship in spirit and truth? If you love him, you will. A will only comes into effect when a death to self occurs. 
Obey his commandment. Obedience brings God's blessings. He is altogether lovely, worthy, and wonderful. The fear, reverence, worship, all of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Do you know this? Do you really and truly intimately know God? This is what makes him smile. He wants, longs for, desires, and invites you in to a personal, one-on-one relationship with him. He knows us completely. He created us. Remembers and imprints on his heart, we are engraved on the palm of his hand, that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. God became man in Christ so that we could become sons and daughters of the Most High God. Our Heavenly Father breathed the breath of life into the dust of the earth, and Adam became a living soul. Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit of God into his disciples. We are all called to be disciples of Christ. He came to earth. We are earthen vessels. The Son has come to dwell in our hearts. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. Psalm 103, verse 12. His mercies are renewed towards us each and every morning. God remembers, but he also forgets. Every sin that you ever committed or thought about committing was nailed to the cross of Christ at Calvary. Now you are pure, holy, set aside for his glory, sanctified for his use, and blameless in his sight. What makes God smile? You are his, and he is ours. He will, Jesus died, so all the blessings of Abraham by faith could be ours, cause his face to shine upon us, lift up the light of his countenance upon us. God smiles, and he gives to us his shalom, peace, fullness, and wholeness in Jesus' name. Amen. Next time we'll be talking about living with purpose out of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 26.